1: Meet Mesquite. Repeat. Make the trip; you won't be sorry. Go to Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com for more information. You thought that was funny. (laughs) You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. It's five forty-five. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. And off we go into another glorious day here in Paradise. Although, uh, if you're in the West Valley, evidently it's a catastrophe. I heard about it this morning coming in. Just looked it up. Uh, Semi-truck wrecked with something, and uh, there was a fatality on the I-10 eastbound, so they got it closed at 67th Avenue, out there in the avenues. Uh, Both directions are probably just dreadful. The 101's close by there, so that thing's probably clogged up going north and south. I would say... Uh, they always, when they, whenever uh, traffic reports say add twenty minutes to your commute, stay home thir- thirty or forty minutes. Don't what are you doing? And then you got a you got a built in blame. It was awesome. Got caught in that accident. Yeah, wow, man, I got trapped in that damn thing. And I don't know, my phone fell under the seat. I was going to call you, but I didn't. I just go grab some breakfast. Enjoy your morning. Makes you know they always say someone else's uh, adversity is another person's opportunity. Well, there's your opportunity to go to IHOP and grab yourself some uh,
2: fat stack. Opportunity to move off of the avenues, too. <laughs> right, yeah. And that. Well,
1: this has nothing to do with <laughs> the location of the your home, Brett. At all. The accidents happen everywhere. Now, don't listen to Brett and his hatred <laughs> for the West Valley, which is just, uh, it's, a, it's a look. I'm not a big, look, you're, you've got it. It's absurd. It's, Actually, it, it's I irrational. Shouldn't, I shouldn't say that because I don't want them all moving to the east side. So, never mind. Stay over Excellent there. It's great over there. Excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> it is a nice place for you, for you guys. But yeah, it's pretty bad right now. So yeah, accidents happen on both sides of the, the valley and even in the middle sometimes. <laughs> Just not seemingly not as poor. But that 10 is always a nightmare regardless. Awful, add yeah. an accident and no, they'll screw that. Yeah, because especially right there with the with 101 meets yeah, and you got oof. both eyes. Yeah. But I always I've never understood that people that will email me go, oh, one thing I we've never done it." And actually I've heard from maybe three people in the 21 years we're because dude, traffic could help out a little bit. I'm like, "No, you know it's bad." And uh, I'll tell you when it's miserable. I tell you, the only time you'll get a traffic break for me is when I tell you that yeah, you should stay home an extra half hour.
2: Huge. You know what I find that really helps is during that is to roll your window down and you're in that traffic and you say, and you yell, it's not L.A. You know, <laughs> oh, it makes people God. feel better. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm always chatting about that. Is, oh, great. Just keep going. The traffic is a great excuse. Yesterday, I was running a little late. I had an eye appointment at uh, the Schwartz Laser Eye Center. I had one follow-up on my stuff, which, by the way, I still stand by, might be the greatest thing I've ever done for my face, ever, is to get this, uh, this uh, the cataract surgery. But it's, anybody can do it, even if you don't have cataracts, you get a clear lens replacement. And it is like having new eyes. And not in a, not in a vision way, in a somebody-turned-on-the-lights way. I didn't know that over time, as we age, we get dingier and dingier, like a dirty windshield. And my left eye is not done and my right eye is. My right eye is – yeah, I compare it to LED lights versus old school lights. It is unbelievable. But that's beside the point. I'm just you put in. that little thought in my brain. I'm like, I wonder if I see – I swear to God. Well, we've always talked about that. My theory has always it been – makes sense. Your eyes way. see different than my eyes. Yeah. Your colors are different than my colors. Your green might be my blue. It's just whatever you've been taught as a kid is blue – you might see like I see neon might be your normal. I don't know what your eyes do. And now it's now I'm convinced that theory holds true, because just this this new lens has made it so. I see I, this is like looking through different eyes. I, I have a different perspective on so many things, especially my life. Well, I shut my left eye; it's a new world. And anybody can do it. This uh, Monty Williams just had it done for the Suns, so and clear. And it's basically the same thing as when you have. Cataract surgeries don't have the cataract; they put in a new lens. Call them the right place. It is unreal. Well, yeah, whatever it's doing is working. He he saw the game the other night and pissed off Clay Thompson so bad. And he saw every second of it. It was awesome. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. That's just me. Every time I say Schwartz Laser Eye Center, I go. I, by the way, but I had to go out there for a follow-up appointment, and I was running a little late. I had to go downtown to the H and H Ranch because my my credit cards fell out of my wallet, and I was so nervous. I didn't realize it until I looked. I'm like, I've got one card in here. And I'm like, oh, please let this be when I drop trow after the Suns game, took a shower, and went to bed at the H&H Ranch. Please, because otherwise it's at the Suns game. And my cards are strewn all over, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. Luckily, they were there. So I went there and uh, grabbed the cards, and then I had a 12.30 appointment. They, they tell you on your phone, you got 12.30 appointment, you got to get out to, it was on Scottsdale Shea in like 84th, and you know, the 101 basically in Shea. So I'm hauling ass, it's 12.20. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm on. I just now getting on the 202 and 10 where they merge. I'm like, there's no way. So i I trying to call them, and it's automated. I'm like, ah, I can't do that. Flying, 90, 95. See how, how fast can this little Cracker Box Jeep go? Maybe 100 100 miles an hour. Trying to push that. It's buried. I'm screaming. Call again, finally get the lady. And she says, yeah. I said, uh, uh, how long are you going to be? And I'm like, I guess about 10 more minutes. I said, I'm, I'm going to be there about 1240. She goes, you should be okay. And I'm like, all right. And I mean, I'm breaknecking through this thing. <laughs> Pulling into the parking lot, sweating, run up there. It's 1244, sit down. And she goes, you made it on time. Like, what do you mean I made it on time? Well, a reminder for the text gives you a 15-minute window. And I'm like, you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I killed about 40 people on my way in here. I, mean, I flew there. Unreal. But she said on the phone, she goes, are you coming from the West Valley? And I'm like, no. And she goes, oh. The 101's been a catastrophe all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, yeah, and I'm up on the 101 here, that's, if that's what you mean. And she goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that means, because you're just looking for, traffic's always a great excuse for late, even when you're not in it. Nobody questions you when you get there. All right, tell me your route in. I don't believe you. We took the 101 in, and evidently the lady at Schwartz Laser Eye Center told me it was bad. So there's your built-in. Today the I-10 screwed up. You've got 30 minutes off. And it doesn't mean you have to stay 30 minutes late. That's just a decent worker. You're a worker bee. You get a day like this. Use this as an opportunity. It's a terrible situation. You don't need to involve yourself in it. Steer clear. It's dark. How come the traffic guy never says that? You can use Indian School or 51st Avenue to 67th as an alternate. Why why not just say you could lay in bed as an alternate?
2: If you haven't left.
1: (laughs) If you haven't left yet, don't. Don't add to it. Use the IHOP as an alternate or the Black Bear Cafe, which I think is over in those areas and Cracker Barrel for you Westsiders.
2: (laughs) Stay home and do a few more TikToks. (laughs)
1: Right, yeah. Do a couple of I'm gonna be late today TikToks as an alternate. Yeah, use your use your brain on this one. I don't know why you climb, I gotta get there on time, I'm gonna leave twenty minutes early. I've never left twenty minutes early for anything in my life. I'm getting there real early. I gotta get around this track. Uh uh. If a car ran over another car and that's on my route, I just bought myself a free breakfast of uh, excitement. Sure, it's going to cost me money, but it's the best day ever to not be in traffic or head to work and just wander into work a little late and go, sorry, folks, got caught in the mess. You all heard about it, right? And then make up a terrible story on top of it like you were right next to it and you saw body parts and things like that. Just lie. It's the best way to get through. Nobody's going to question that.
2: I mentioned it earlier, but the L.A. traffic scene. I can't imagine um, living in a place like, well, it's like every time you go out, yeah. you're going to the airport. i got to leave two hours yeah. early. In that order is to- one
1: thing about when I live there, it isn't so much that traffic changes. It just takes a long time. The worst days in Los Angeles is when you leave at your regular time and there's not a lot of traffic. And you get there like 35 minutes before you're supposed to you got to figure out things downtime. to do. Yeah, you got 30 minutes of downtime. It was the, the worst. It's rare, I'll tell you that. It isn't normal that most of the time you're a little late. But everybody kind of, it's relaxed. They're cool. It's a cool thing. Uh, and then, uh, you know, also rejoice in the idea that LeBron James and his team suck and they know it and there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, it's great to watch them on TV last night. Losing to the Nuggets. And LeBron is just sitting there waiting for the one thing nobody wants to see but him. He's just hanging around the league until his son shows up. And then everybody, he, he thinks people want to see that. He's still so arrogant to think that that's something anyone cares about. Me and Bronny on the same team. Nobody cares. Nobody, there's no proof this guy's going to be good enough to get into the league. What's that like, prick supposed to be out. a couple more years?
0: Ugh. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: But he acts like that's something we've all just been, you know,
0: oh boy, I can't wait till LeBron
1: and his son are on the court together. Not a soul cares. We want you off the court. I'd rather watch Brony by himself than you and your old ass hanging around anymore. Arrogant prick. Hate him. Hate LeBron. That's how much he thinks of himself. though. He does. Boy, he, and that's the only person he thinks of is mm-hmm. himself. Because right now, looking at that team, he's only there to break the scoring record and wait for Brony to show up so he can do something that nobody else uh, has ever done or no one else has ever cared about. So, oh, so great or to watch that.
2: Bruise into, uh, you know, what the Lakers. Where at one time they come back around and people just, between the Lakers and Celtics back in that day, people hated both teams. Oh yeah, well
1: they, they hated them because one was so good. Now it's just you hate LeBron and that's, it's the worst yeah. team in the West. And it's, so, there's some wonderful enjoyment about that. I thought I'd feel it for Tom Brady. I thought this year would come eventually where he just sinks into oblivion. And has a tough go, and I don't really think it's his fault. And I'm actually feeling bad for the guy. Like that's weird. I don't like that I'm. I don't like that I've had this change in my heart for Tom Brady. It used to be so dark and miserable. And
2: I think he's been so far removed from the
1: Patriots. That might face. be it. And th- then I realized it's the Patriots I hate, and people from Boston always screaming there's about There's the other him. thing: yeah. it's the fans of the Patriots Ugh. I hate.
2: Yeah, you hear nothing from Tampa. No, Tampa fans seem just kind of
1: like normal folk. Even though they're from Florida, they're the <laughs> last things to normal. But
2: Just read about them in the news every once in a while.
1: There's been great athletes in the past where you're like, I hate that guy. Magic Johnson. Hate it. But the, I realized the reason I hated him is because he was, he was going to be the dagger that destroyed you. Yeah. He was going to be the guy that, uh, when the chips are down, this guy's going to beat your team. It's just going to happen. And, and uh,
2: Pistons. Oh. oh, the
1: Pistons were rough. Oh, they were killer on me. But I liked them because they came along and started to kick the Lakers around. It took them some time, but that Celtics Lakers Pistons thing—you always had one you hated. But the Magic, I hated as an individual so much because he was so good. And then when it all started to fall apart for him, I'm like, you know what? Tippy, like if I saw Magic Johnson today, I would—I—I I hated you because you were great. You seemed like a decent person. I don't know if he is or not, but you like Magic. Magic's a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, and, you no, know, this LeBron, the last thing I'd want to do is hang out with LeBron James for five minutes. I don't know anybody likes LeBron other than LeBron. There's a I couple mean, people that do. Man. But he nobody, likes, anybody, nobody yeah. likes him more than LeBron. Oh, yeah. LeBron's the, LeBron likes LeBron more than anyone else. Ohio still hangs on to him a little bit and gets weird about that. They'll him. let him come back home. Sure. Him being from Ohio is a... But, again, you have to remember these are downtrodden people that don't have much to hang on to. So any success that leaves Ohio and anything successful will leave Ohio. They come back. Yeah, they come back all right because that's usually when it's all over. And they have to act like, uh, i got to go back where people like me because I don't fit in <laughs> anywhere else.
2: That's what Le'Veon Bell did. Oh,
1: yeah, Le'Veon's an asshole. I so, yeah.
2: interviewed him yesterday, <laughs> I noticed, for this <laughs> big fight coming up. And he's got a gold necklace on. With the Ohio. He does? The state of Ohio outline. I'm like, he's from Ohio?
1: I didn't know that. He went to Michigan State.
2: Reynoldsburg.
1: No kidding. No, you looked it up? Yeah. Just to be Which like, is right in the suburb guys. of
2: Columbus. Just about, just And so now of you like Le'Veon. Uh Still not there yet. No, no. Le'Veon's, a,
1: Le'Veon's a dick. Who's he fighting now? He was fighting. He just beat up Adrian Peterson. Yeah, like it's, he's
2: part of this uh, Instagram uh, uh, throwdown. That's yeah. Great.
1: The Saturday one?
2: Yeah, they were doing... Um, is he fighting here? Yes. Ah, oh, jeez. And out, out at uh, Westgate, they had... Uh, t- last night was the open sparring. Oh,
1: you could watch them train.
2: They're hyping up. Yeah, they set up the ring in the they're center. They're still
1: sparring are, two days before? Well, not sparring, I was but open
2: say. workouts. Yeah, oh, they're just doing... You that. know, it's just a, it's this like is an like
1: exhibition. The workout that he did in Rocky Three, where they had yeah, the bands exactly. playing. Right. And yeah, That's that what it was, and that. they had
2: all the different fighters out there. Yeah. There's like... I don't it, know. There's that's the Jake people.
1: Paul one, right? It yeah. is. Because they showed him this morning riding in on a horse. Duh. Duh. Yeah, it's <laughs> there, all yeah. Hype, hype videos. Really and stuff. Oh, there's
2: a lot of people out there. <laughs> it's the
1: hype. And people will flood this thing. It'll be a good deal. Because they're hype men. You're, you're watching P.T. Barnum rolling, and, and that's great. I mean, Jake Paul's figured out the P.T. Barnum thing. They offered us interviews. And as a fight fan, I'm still not ready to accept this as legitimate. And I know that's the job of Jake It'd Paul be interesting and to, uh... sub, but, uh, I don't see it as legitimate.
2: To talk to him and, and ask no. about that? No, like, it
1: just, wouldn't be interesting to talk to him. It would I know be,
2: one. Uh, I've got one buddy that bu- is buying the pay-per-view.
1: He is? Ugh,
2: yeah. ugh.
1: No. Not me. The French wasting time. I've done it once. I watched once, and it was a farce of fighting. It was a joke. I bought the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather thing just to see, and I just never again. I just never again until it's legitimized by the boxing world. It's not... It's not fighting. It's not sport. It's a show. It's a good show. You're putting on a program of entertainment, which sports is. So I give them the the idea that they figured that out. It's right in between
2: the WWE and...
1: It's very that. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Brady, I saw how you're going to (laughs) die. Wow. I saw yesterday. I know. Transition. I saw how Brady's going to die. And I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. now. The, At a
2: fall festival? <clears throat> no, dead. no, okay, I saw your okay. fall
1: festival <laughs> pictures. you got to tell us about the fall festival in a second. Uh, there was a uh, – I don't want it to happen in the same circumstances that this guy had happened because I read between the lines on this. Um, whenever you see the word survived by his mother, sister, brother, and son, you realize, oh, lived alone, trouble, no wife like no didn't say survived by his girlfriend of blah 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 years wife of how many this is his mother's first mentioned and he's a 57 58 year old guy he retired from uh, radio a while ago and then I and then I again have added this feature because this is what I think then got a horrible divorce something horrible happened and he was forced to go back into radio but he was big enough cuz he used to host a show on the BBC called uh, uh it was a Radio Gen X he was a, a a breakfast chat show host named Tim Goff. And uh, Tim was a big hit out there in England, Tim Goff. And welcome to Radio Gen X. We're going to be playing all the hits from Generation X as we head into uh, the great days here at Staffordshire on Thump, upon Lake <laughs> Beyond Fire. Uh, here we are, uh, Tim Goff here, uh, living alone, and uh, it's
2: 7.50. Living alone, and it just stops
1: Dead. Dead. Right on the air? 7.50 a.m. Oh. It Welcome be- to the Breakfast Chat Show. I'm Tim Goff, and we'll be back with more live as we uh, p- we have a huge day for Generation X. Uh, Live's going to be playing. We're going to bring Shirley Manson in from Garbage. She's going to join us here at about 8.30. It's 7.49. I've got one minute left to live, and we're here in the Breakfast Chat Show on Gen X
2: Oh, man. Could you imagine? That is the wrong answer. So here's the fun the of it. The proper answer is. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry for the million dollars. Oh, Gen X would have loved to give you that million dollars, but the old Tim <laughs> Goff show only got one minute left to live. And the answer to the question that we were looking for. He works from home. So the folks back at the station were like, oh, Kerry's technical difficulty. Yeah.
2: Play some music. Tim will come back. Tell me it was two weeks later they looked into it. I was
1: praying for that. Oh, man. (laughs) They they say call him up, see if his wife's, oh, right, forgot about the horrible divorce. He's in his apartment alone. He's in that flat by himself, probably covered in his own tummy juice. So you know, and I know, that uh, when COVID hit, the few times we had to do the shows from our house, I had the COVID and had to do it from the house. uh, Pantsless. There was no oh, I yeah. pantsless. I, maybe maybe put a pair of underwear on, maybe. Nude commute. I, I was, yeah, the nude commute from the bedroom to the couch where I put my bare ass on the leather and just sat there and talked to you morons for a while. Uh, that's how they had to have found him. There's no way they didn't, but he, he had to go back. to The saddest parts are survived by mother, brother, sister, son, no wife, retired a few years ago, and radio guys in England are... I I've seen a few they there's a few breakfast guys for the BBC that are making millions. Like there's one dude that's just uh, he's he's the Ryan Seacrest of England and this dude has got millions and millions of dollars. So they've done very well. Uh but something happened to him and he uh and he had to go back. So Tim golf back in solo by the way single going to be out this weekend looking about for a new bird. Uh, as mine has flown the coop, as it is. Uh, 7.49. Hopefully that works out for me this weekend as we cruise into another weekend here in Lavidshire, upon Berry, upon Cheese. Uh, and I look at- That's how I want it to go for wow. you. Wow! I want you to have to broadcast from home because you've got the new plague. And uh, you're there by yourself. And the Brady report is brought. And then we'll just wait. Ah, oh, Brady's mic cut out. We'll go get him. And we don't hear anything for hours. And then we go find... We find How great would it be for ratings?
2: It'll be the best pause oh. I've ever taken.
1: Yeah, Brady's pregnant pauses.
2: <laughs> Chris Varley is dead.
1: Yeah, we knew that. Go on. <laughs> Brady, where'd he go? He's Tim Golf. Can you imagine just sitting there listening to that? And then, you know, typical radio, they start playing music, like, immediately. Like, cover the dead air, which is at the very most literal dead air of all yeah, time. Exactly, yeah. They have
2: God Save the Queen on yeah. it. <laughs> well, not
1: anymore. It's God Save the King now. Oh, yeah, She's sure. gone. we yeah. got to change the words. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Tim! Tim, introduced the song! God damn it, where's Tim? <laughs> so he just played like a whole side of the Black Crows. And uh, Tim Goff <laughs> laid there dead in his own blood. <laughs> Sounds horrible, but it's true. It's like when i used to run that coyote station in the middle of the night there was nobody there and i didn't know how any of the computers worked when i first started and sometimes that thing would go haywire and i would just put th- th- for whatever reason there was a cd in there of a uh, star trek soundtrack from like star trek that's 5. one of the emergency no, CDs. no it just was just in there no. so i would put it in and just play that for until somebody qualified would show up and it was always the boss nick who put star trek in god damn it and he'd drive in, he'd drive in all the way, listening to Star Trek on his jazz station. What? Why did you do that? I'm like, I don't know jazz. I don't know what. I think that might be jazz. There's Tim Goff, seven forty nine. Everybody, welcome to the Breakfast Church Show on Gen X Radio. Tim Goff, getting you to your next stop on life's odd little journeys. Um, as we take a peek at the eight o'clock hour, we're What's going on? Uh-huh. Or, or, it's 748 here, Tim Goff, Gen X Radio. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today, 25 out. Uh, Celsius, we work in Celsius here, don't we? Yes, yeah, so 25 sounds colder than it actually is. It's going to be a warm one. 25 is actually fairly warm, Ooh, isn't it? heat wave. Double it, add 30, so it's, Pretty close to 80 degrees today. Uh, American style. But 25 here this morning in Lancashire upon Barry upon priests screaming for vengeance. Uh, we're also thinking to ourselves, what songs will we be playing? Eight o'clock. Oh, oh my heart! My heart! My heart! My heart! Oh, my God! Violent? Goodness. The dreaded pain! But he's hitting the dumb Oh, button. the pain! Oh! Oh, Lord <laughs> God, please take me slower! This is awful! Tim Gore, 751. Oh, what's going Oh, Jesus Christ! Somebody help me!
2: <laughs> what if it was this? have have uh, Liz Trust a Liz Trust here interview.
1: This <laughs> interview with Liz Trust.
2: First question. Yeah, first question, Liz.
1: <clears throat> my, heart! Oh, my heart, my heart, my <laughs> heart. Yeah, you dying on the air what, is what awesome. happened. But you got to do it at home. Because then we don't find you, and it's a mystery. It's a radio mystery for, like, two hours. we got to send Brett all the way over there. Brett, go to Brady's house. I'm going cool to old...
2: you go, yip, yip,
1: yip, yip, And then we're like, why is Brett yipping and dancing? Oh, he doesn't want to drive all the way to Brady's house. No one wants to drive oh, out to go. We have to get a neighbor involved or something. Kirby's at school. We got to try to figure out how to get her out. Call Laser up and yeah, go yeah. do a wellness check. Yeah, in this scenario, much like Tim Goff Ronnie's gone, we don't know where she is. We can't <laughs> contact her. <laughs> yeah, Tim's wife is not going to be mentioned in the obit in the paper. We call somebody. Yeah, I don't know how to get hold of Laser, do you? Well, that's true. We need emergency contacts for yeah, We Yeah, we need your neighbors' numbers <laughs> immediately. Yeah. And we and by the way, you're going to start working from home tomorrow. <laughs> This is it. It's happening. Radio mystery. That's what, I mean, t- hours. Hours of just music. And you know, if we had Chuck R.T. gone, what happened to Tim? We don't know, so he's just missing. Well, play the goddamn ads. <laughs> if he's dead, he's dead. Our advertiser still paid for this goddamn time.
2: This is oh. ratings. Gold.
1: Oh, is he dead? Jesus, we need to milk this. This is a warm fuzzy. <laughs> Remember the meeting we had where he oh, wanted yeah. us to do charity. You weren't in this meeting, no. Brett. Uh, he wanted us to do a charity event. And we got to do more goddamn charity.
2: <laughs> it's like said, what charity oh, it gets
1: better. It's warming. So, and, and this yeah. is how you do it. He always tried to. He always tried to act like he was teaching me life, which and Chuck did in a lot of cases. But a lot of cases, he taught me exactly what to never do or say. We need, a, we need some sort of tragedy in the, in the area that we get behind. So scour the papers and the news and find me a Mexican whose house burned down and we'll bring him in. <laughs> like, oh, God. You got to find one of the people downtrodden. So give, give me somebody whose house is all burned up. Get me a sad Mexican. And that's what people resonate to. Was he consultant for John Jay and Rich? Because I know they do the same oh, thing all yeah. the time. It's a radio trick. It's like find <laughs> He's just it.
2: more honest about yeah, it. He was, yeah, he was he was doing it more for the revenue <laughs> yeah. and
1: he knew what worked. I don't care about these little mud people. Just get me a sad one.
2: <laughs> we don't. Do it, we lose yeah. our license.
1: You're lose your ass out there to these other stations that are taking advantage of these sad, sad browns. <laughs> Now get me a Negro that's been shot or something, (laughs) and he can't go to college, and we'll help. My God, yeah, he is more honest about it, but you just don't like hearing that that's in somebody's. But he would do that. It's the delivery. (laughs) As we all know, Brady died on the air this morning. There's no reason to mention this. We're going to live this mystery for about a week. (laughs) Abducted by aliens. His wife came back and took him. I want a silver alert. I want all that stuff. This is a good radio mess. This is Orson Welles' stuff here.
2: Kirby can stay with me for the time yeah. being. <laughs>
1: we'll, well, we'll keep Kirby keep in the quiet. station as a, till we find your daddy, you live here, hun. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll look like saints. as Brady's giant baby comes live as, It lives with us. <laughs> now don't be
2: assholes. Uh, get a warm futting felt good about that many afterwards yeah.
1: and then we did it we, we unfortunately caved in and a local news story of a mexican family's house that burned down <laughs> god this was just dreadful. how about the uh, and they drug yeah. them on in and uh See. They, well they were found for us by another charity but we can get you sad mexicans that's basically what their job See, ordered up a sad, sad mexicans mexican by 7 oh, a.m yeah right. and uh the family showed up chuck I've got, I've got the, the the board of directors. I'm on it for this organization, and we found a sad Mexican family's house just burned down. We're gonna bring them in, and and you're gonna give them tickets to the Cardinals and Saints uh, playoff game. Like, all right, this is gonna go over gangbusters. The family comes in, no house, still soot all over them, <laughs> and watch off all the all the fire damage. And I'm like, hey, we've heard you've had a hard go here. I'd like to give you these two tickets, to the Saints and Cardinals playoff game, and then you just hear, "K." They didn't speak a word of English. We had to, f- and Chuck's hoops in the goddamn non English-speaking ones. Oh no, this can't be a warm fuzzy.
2: You might have all might as well have told them they've saved fifteen percent on their insurance. Uh- <laughs> they
1: just stared at us like you guys are going to go to the game, courtesy of us here at ninety-eight KP Isn't it wonderful? Somebody translate to them that they just got a great thing. Uh what they wanted was a house, not a trip to New Orleans. <laughs> really what they wanted was a place to lay their heads that wasn't uh you know, covered in ashes. But we gave them a, we gave them football tickets. And I remember going to Chuck, never again. Was it a rain's juggernaut like no, he was talking about? No, it was a nightmare for me, and that's all that mattered. We <laughs>
2: we stepped it up one Christmas and oh. I suited up as Santa. Yeah. And going to those houses. you going to poor people's houses. the people do not want you and there. And they didn't want
1: <laughs> It was arranged through a place where we were dropping off things they didn't have. They made a list.
2: For Half, I, ha- I think, they didn't know they what was going
1: on. Know. They didn't know. Oh, so the pain of that is coming back now. They, Yeah, they made a list and gave it to the Salvation Army and said we could use these things for Christmas. We got them. And we dropped them off at their house. And basically, everyone answered the door with, what the f- this cracker ass family doing over in my <laughs> get out of my house. I'm like, no, here's a couch and a stove. I don't want s***. <laughs> f-
2: get out. Here's your washer and dryer. You figure out the electricity <laughs> right.
1: part. Yeah, we went There's and a we couple houses. Dude's had house like no electricity, just sitting in. Oh my in a, god, he's in a foldout chair in the middle of an empty room, nothing in it, and we're dragging in TVs and <laughs> washer dryer. I ain't got no mother f- electricity. What am I supposed to do with all this bullshit? Uh Merry Christmas. We don't know. Brady's dressed as Santa. I look See, like a this has moron. Santa's got an Xbox for yeah. you, Here's an man. Xbox. for Give my goddamn kids an Xbox. We're just going to sell it for drugs, you dumb mother... <laughs> you don't know how anything works.
2: Ho, ho, ho. Well, courtesy be Ho ho,
1: ho, ho. Where a ho at? <laughs> Show me a hoe. I ain't had a hoe in months. <laughs> Fat little cracker telling me Santa Claus real. This miracle sucks. <laughs> My button's dying <laughs> over here. Anyway, yeah, we've had a few of those. Get me a warm fuzzy, goddammit. So, if you died on the air, you'd Tim Goff for us, and that would be awesome. I'll I, do it. I want, the, they won't, and they said that in the article, too. The, uh, the audio of the actual death won't be recorded. He, he was on the air. He was going. Wow.
2: Somebody will have it.
1: Somebody's definitely. There. There. Oh, oh, they, oh, they, they've she. got it. Yeah, somebody's got it. Crandall probably has the death. video He's got of it. it. <laughs> And if you want to tune in on our Facebook, we're doing Facebook Live this morning, 7.48. I've got a minute and a half to live. It's going to be a great time. Uh, The New King, we're going to chat with Charles at 8.15. That should be fantastic. as it's the first interview uh, he's given to anyone on BBC. And it's coming up in just five minutes. Also, the question uh, I'll be asking, the answer that we've had all week that we've been waiting for. (laughs) And it's over.
2: (laughs) Oh, the people would
1: lose their minds. And the guys back in the studio... Everything all right? Tim? What happened to Tim? Well, somebody has to go to his flat, but I'm not driving in this traffic. They waited two hours, and Tim show probably under that 10.
2: Program director's like, oh, i got to put Fenwick on now. Honestly,
1: how yeah. many people would, would know if we died? Like, if we just stopped? It would take like, a couple of take, hours. It would take, like, an, at 8.30 until somebody actually showed up to see our dead bodies. <laughs> They'd just wonder why we're being dicks. The phone would be ringing off the hook. I'd be getting texts like crazy. Not a soul would come look until their allotted time to come in. Like everybody would be all concerned, but no one would get in their car early and roll down to see if the whole station had been gassed.
2: We don't have an emergency best of ready to go.
1: You know what they do, lazy pricks we work with? They'd call uh, uh, Tim and Neandermark, and they'd have them come check on us. And I guarantee you, I'd do exactly what the, if we got a call and said, hey, uh, Tim and Neandermark might be dead, will you go look? I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're fine. I wouldn't. Yeah. Even, I wouldn't oh, go in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fine. I, 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 I saw one of them walking around. I think maybe that was yesterday. Just being but lazy. But yeah, <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> effing up everywhere. One of them seemed mad. I'm not going to go in there. Yeah, that we nobody would know till 8:30 that we were gassed in this room or poisoned.
2: Lane would walk by, doing her she thing early see in the morning. Us.
1: She doesn't even look in here. We'd be dead on the floor, and Lane would walk by and not see us. She would never notice
2: we could be dead. Playing heads up, seven up. Yeah.
1: Oh, cute. must be some radio gimmick. <laughs> laying dead in a gas-filled room. <laughs> Zircon B mornings. I see what they're up to. This is a terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible stunt. They shouldn't have done that. Anyway, this morning at seven fifty, we'll pay tribute to Tim Goff by all dropping dead for two hours. I love BBC announcers, especially their, like their breakfast chat shows. They're always. Very fun. We're having a good time. I think we're having a great time. Proof of that sounds like this. (gasps) Now that's fun, isn't it? We're having a great time here on the old chat show.
2: The guy following up, Tim. Does he have any shot?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Mountain Man (laughs) J? Hey, it's 10 o'clock time for the Mountain Man J show. Wow, quite a morning, huh? Anyway, I'm going to be doing a tribute to Mr. Mister this morning here on Gen X Radio. Yeah, the token American that's got to come rolling in at 10. Just act like it didn't happen. Go. Right on. All right. Well, we're going to pick up where he left off, only a a little more lively show. Hey, unlike Tim Goff's show, I am live (laughs) from Gen X Studios. 57, Brady. 57 years old. Everything was going aces, I'm guessing, a couple years ago. I retired early. Got out of the rat race. Retired early. used to be a, a morning show presenter at Gen X, and then I said, you know what, that's enough. Then found out my wife was hosing my brother, had to get a divorce, cut my, cut my uh, retirement in half, decided to call the folks over at Gen X and come back with my weakened heart.
2: <laughs> Sister <laughs> stole all his quid. Yeah,
1: sister's got all the quid. That's how we talk, Brady, you're right. <laughs> she took my quid, we'd say. But that's not what we'd say, would we? We wouldn't say that. But we would say our hearts have weakened through the incredible amount of tragedy that I've faced over the last couple of years of walking in on my wife, taking that gigantic Mandingo. It was an unbelievable day. It was just a giant schlong, ripping her in two. And then, of course, I had to deal with divorce. And that barrister didn't do me any favors, did he? He took half my money as well. So I'm back on Gen X Live and the Morning Breakfast Show.
2: With Tom Jones Delilah.
1: (laughs) That's right. I'm going to kill her. One thing's going to happen on this show is my weakened heart ticks and tacks. We'll find out if it lasts till 10 a.m. Doubtful.
2: Why does it sound like Jonathan L? I mean, <laughs> well, 100%. Have we heard from
1: yeah. him? From him? Yeah. Not lately. <laughs> no, he might be laying dead next to his Zoom radio station. But that is great radio. That is the best radio stunt ever. If John Jay and Rich, uh, one of them croaked out, I'll tell you what, guaranteed number ones, Izzy should consider it for a myriad of reasons. How many shows have died over there already? I mean. Right. If I was the host of KB's morning show, I would uh, kill myself anyway. So I would ho- My heart's too healthy for that. I would like it to be lesser. Anyway, uh, it's 619. Let's get a wake-up song uh, for old Tim Goff, maybe, in, in, uh, in honor. And we're going to find out where Brett's going. It's Thursday. Uh-uh, KUP deployment is going on, and uh, it's been going so good. Uh, let's keep it up. You're going to a great place today oh, because yeah. we raced old people there last time. and This should be <laughs> fun. 585-9800. That's the phone number. You give it to us good and strong, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. ericsfamilybbq.com.